Together, growing in faith, changing communities. The grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Today, dear friends, I would like us to reflect on the book of Isaiah, chapter 58, verses 1 to 9. Thus says the Lord God, Cry aloud, spare not, lift up your voice like a trumpet, declare to my people their transgression, to the house of Jacob their sins. Yet they seek me daily and delight to know my ways, as if they were a nation that did righteousness and did not forsake the ordinances of their God. They ask of me righteous judgments. They delight to draw near to God. Why have we fasted, and you see it not? Why have we humbled ourselves, and you take no knowledge of it? Behold, in the day of your fast, you seek your own pleasure and oppress all your workers. Behold, you fast only to quarrel and to fight and to hit with wicked feast. Fasting like yours this day will not make your voice to be heard on high. Is such the fast that I choose, a day for a man to humble himself? Is it to how? Is it to bow down his head like a rush, and to spread sackcloth and ashes under him? Will you call this a fast, and a day acceptable to the Lord? Is not this the fast that I choose to lose the bonds of wickedness, to undo the thongs of the yoke, to let the oppressed go free, and to break every yoke? Is it not to share your bread with the hungry and bring the homeless poor into your house? When you see the naked, to cover him and not to hide yourself from your own flesh. Then shall your light break forth like the dawn and your healing shall spring up speedily. Your righteousness shall go before you. The glory of the Lord shall be your rear guard. Then you shall call and the Lord will answer. You shall cry and he will say, Here I am. It's a beautiful reading. The first thing that the Lord asks of us is the acknowledgement of our guilt. Acknowledgement of our sins. 
you go to Psalm 51, David has this beautiful prayer. Have mercy on me, God, for I've sinned against you. My sin is always before me. Against you, you alone, have I sinned. That which is evil, I have done. Acknowledgement of my sins. My dear brothers and sisters, it's, it's quite easy to blame someone else. It's easy to see the fault in someone else and to justify my own shortcomings. But I feel that the greatest growth I can ever achieve is when I acknowledge my sinfulness and genuinely want to change. And I don't think many of us do that. I mean, it's easy to say I'm a sinner. It's easy to say I have sinned. But how many of us are willing to to honestly look into our lives and say, I have sinned. I've done X, Y, and Z. I've messed up. This is what I've done. These are the things that I have chosen to do. Uh, sometimes if you go to an AA meeting, Alcoholics Anonymous, you find that, that a speaker will, will get up and obviously in an AA kind of way, hello, my name is Tembelani, I'm an alcoholic. Hi, Tembelani. But what is always an interesting case is what comes afterwards. When I, while I was drinking, this is what I used to do. Acknowledgement of one's guilt, it's part of, the steps of AA, acknowledge the wrong you have done, the harm you have caused, and make a resolution to change and to correct it, especially with those whom you have harmed, if doing so does not harm them any further. That's important. And I think Lent, it's, it's about that. It's about me coming home to myself. It's about me having an honest opinion of myself take stock of my life where have I gone wrong relationship wise family church home marriage siblings the list goes on fasting praying almsgiving are all good but they need to be accompanied by a change of a lifestyle. And the Lord says, don't tell me about fasting. How can you say you are fasting and yet you oppress someone? How can you say you are, you are fasting, you oppress the worker? How can you say you are fasting, you quarrel and you fight with each other? You hit each other. How can you say you are fasting? And you can pray and do all sort of things, and yet your heart is not pure. And so I find this absolutely interesting, challenging. Because I then need to look at my life. I am forced to look into my life and to be honest with myself. How am I 
in the presence of God. And some of us have the privilege of seeing our sinfulness. But am I willing to change? Am I willing to admit? Am I willing to become better? It's not about throwing oneself with ashes. It's not about being in sackcloth. It's not about shouting, I'm fasting. It's deeper than that. It is a way of life. That's why, dear brothers and sisters, while the church invites us to land into a Lenten observance, the Holy Mother Church prays and hopes that certain behaviors change, certain attitude change, and that we become better. That I'm not just going to be good only during land, and beyond that, I'm evil. Outside of land, I'm a monster. No, that, that doesn't make sense. That's why for me, if there are certain things and traits that I need to change, I must change them because I believe that they are not good for me. So part of fasting, while a great number of people are good at uh, not eating meat and uh, not drinking alcohol and, and then the list goes on, but also stop gossiping. Stop being toxic. Stop spreading rumors. And because it's not good. It's not good. It destroys life. It destroys relationships. Whether I eat meat or not, what good does it bring? As long as the meat I'm not eating, the money that I, I would have used is therefore used to help someone else's life to improve. But just not eating meat it's as good as a good diet. It does no spiritual goodness. But when I stop negative, evil, bad behaviors, traits, and attitudes, there I'm growing in faith. May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with us, to protect, to bless, and to guide us. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.